Goff's three minutes. Your story. Cause knowledge is. Remember, remember the fifth of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Guy Fawkes and his companions did the scheme contrive to blow the king and parliament all up alive. Now, most of you have heard this poem or have seen the movie V for Vendetta where it's referenced. You're all familiar with the Guy Fawkes Halloween mask. Even if you didn't know, it's a Guy Fawkes Halloween mask. Just Google it. You'll see. And so I'm releasing this on November 5th, 413 years later. So the gunpowder treason and plot occurs in 1605, led by a guy by the name of Robert Catesby. He, along with 13 co-conspirators, among them who's the guy who's most famous, Guy Fawkes, plot to blow up the House of Lords and assassinate the King of England, James I. So Catesby and his men are English Catholics, and they don't like the lack of religious tolerance in England that had started decades earlier with Henry VIII, who began persecuting Catholics. King James I was actually quite moderate about religious tolerance compared to his predecessors, but he still became the target of this plot. Idea was fairly simple. November 5th, the state opening of England's parliament was to be held. By my account, it seems like it's a cross between our State of the Union address and an Olympics opening ceremony. It's a lot of pomp and circumstance of British history followed by parliament beginning its session. They smuggle in 36 barrels of gunpowder underneath the House of Lords and leave Guy Fawkes there to guard it. He's had experience as a former soldier in several of Britain's wars, so he was chosen to light the fuse, and then he would escape by boat on the Thames River outside. Then he would head out to the European continent to explain what would happen to the Catholics there. The explosion would kill James I, who was in attendance, and the fact that several other political leaders were there would just be a bonus. And once he was killed, James's nine-year-old daughter, Princess Elizabeth, would be installed as the new pro-Catholic head of state, and the Catholics would regain their power in Britain, the explosion would signal a revolt in the Midlands to complete the coup. Unfortunately, several conspirators got cold feet. One sent a letter to a friend who was supposed to be there that night to stay away. The king got a hold of the letter, ordered his men to search the grounds, and there they find Guy Fawkes around midnight on the 4th, guarding the gunpowder barrels, and they arrest him. As news spreads that the king was saved, bonfires all over the city are lit to celebrate his survival. That's why for the next several centuries, Guy Fawkes Night is celebrated with bonfires and shenanigans. Now, some of the conspirators were shot and killed trying to escape in the following days. Eight of them are rounded up arrested, including Fawkes, who were tried, hanged, and quartered. I do find it somewhat ironic that the celebration is called Guy Fawkes Night, named after the guy who actually failed and was caught. The celebration spreads in North America and is celebrated in the colonies as Pope Day as a way for Protestant colonists, especially in Boston, to show their anti-elitist, anti-Catholic views by burning the Pope in effigy and drinking and riding in the streets. Now, I would say this was actually just more of an excuse to drink and ride in the streets. In 1775, George Washington actually forbid his troops from celebrating Pope Day so as not to offend their Canadian allies while gearing up to fight the British and the American version dies with the start of the Revolutionary War in 1776. Today the holiday has become overshadowed by the American Halloween being celebrated in England, but there are still fireworks and small celebrations while the bonfire tradition has slowly died out. The mask, which has gained its own unique fame, was designed by David Lloyd for the graphic novel V for Vendetta in 1982, and then the film that came out I believe in 2005 of the same name, and now more recently the hacker group Anonymous has used it as kind of their symbol when they hack. 
And that is why we will always remember the 5th of November. Class dismissed. This podcast written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Ward County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs>